Good morning, folks. Welcome to the Dadboat Bible Morning Glory Sessions. Another week gone by. We're starting another week. It's crazy. Life's going too fast. So listen, um, a few weeks ago, I was asked a question by one of my mates, and I thought this is very good. I, I'm lucky. I've got a lot of um, very intelligent peers in the industry who are able to ask you the right type of questions, the painful questions, the questions that no one really wants to be asked. I'm making sure it's on there. Um, but need to be asked, and and when you can, when you can actually ask these questions, and you can analyze what's being said, it, it can it can definitely change you. It can help help you change. So the question I was asked was, would you be happy if your daughters were to bring home a man who was basically the you, the way you currently are, the real you, not the not the public persona, but the guy that only you know. Would you be happy if you found out your daughter was going out with someone who is basically you, except not you? Or would you be happy if your son was being influenced by people who was the, the, just identical to you in every way, except they're not you? And that's what that's what sparked me to change because I was like, I was honest with myself and I was like, no fucking way. If my daughters were to bring home a man who I was current, who I was was three weeks ago. I would be so angry. I'd be pissed off. I'd want to kill him because the guy I was, the guy, the, the way I was acting, the way I was thinking wasn't helping me. And it was, I was noticing myself becoming angry, becoming pissed off, becoming, putting the blame on everyone else, my, my situation. I was turning into the guy I hated. And I'd say a lot of us fall into this trap. And the problem is, when you're in that thing, you're, you, the frame, your frame of the world, your perception of the world is dictated by your current thoughts and actions. right? And it's impossible for you to solve the problems that you have in your life by using the same thought process that originally created the problems you're in. So in order to change who you are, in order to change the, the situation you're in and, and become a different person, you've got to be willing to change the person you are. Now, your stories, your, your your life, the feelings and emotions that you have, they, they, they all drive, they, they, these are the things that drive your actions and they are what determine the results you get. So you cannot expect to get anything different than you've already got today without the willingness to embrace change. And this is something that, it, it's something that resonated with me, that, that question that I was asked, it made me go deep into thought and, and deep into the who, who I was today and how I was turning out. And it, it, it forced me to accept that the guy I, that I was four weeks ago was not the guy I wanted to be. And in fact, he was the reason why I wasn't happy. And it was painful. It was painful. And it's going, if you're going to do this, if you, if you sit and have thoughts, if you have a think like this, you're going to find it very painful to accept that the guy you are and the guy you've been trying to, the, the guy you've been um, presenting to the world isn't the guy you want to be. And that's where the conflict happens because you want to be someone, but you're currently being someone different. You're probably being the guy that you think that you have to present to the world, the guy that you think is going to be accepted, but the guy you actually want to be is completely different and because he's completely different and you know intrinsically and deep down you know that the guy you want to be is not the guy you currently are, there's a conflict and that conflict causes us to either change or flee. 
and most of us flee. Most of us run away from the from the get because in order to be the guy that we want to be, it's going to require us to step up and take actions we've never taken before. It's going to require us to maybe be vulnerable, not maybe, but definitely be vulnerable in our own because even though the guy that we could that we want to be is probably going to be accepted by a lot of people in our minds, we're thinking he's so far left or far right of who we are currently that we're going to be mocked, we're going to be joked at. So it's easier to pretend to be a guy that we think is a perception of the world. A great example for me was I've got a friend who's an actor and he's been on a weight loss journey for decades, well, probably about probably about seven years, eight years realistically. And uh, I, 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 I told him, I said to him, listen, you're a good actor and you, you're confident behind the camera. And the reason you're confident behind the camera is because when you're acting a role, it's not you. So if you if criticism comes your way, if, if say the role wasn't great, you didn't do a good performance, it's not going to really affect you that badly because you know you were acting a role and you just didn't manage to hit that person the way other people perceive you should have. It's not the real you. And to, to actually to be the real you and to expose yourself to the world and to let yourself be vulnerable is so far out of your abilities right now that... You can't do it. And it's that's why you're an actor, because acting's easy compared to actually living real life. Now, I, oh, the thing is, when you when you are willing to do this and you actually expose yourself like that, it's also fucking powerful. Because the how do you how do you frame this? You it, it enables you to, it, it gives you the power, it enables you to have the power to change and change is the most important part of your journey the willingness to change the willingness to look inside yourself and realize the guy you are today is not helping you become the guy you want to be and once you accept responsibility for all these for all these faults of yours and you realize that it's you that is causing these problems it's empowering it allows you that ability to change the way you want to be, to make the th- to do the things that you need to do to become the man you want to be. It's like when I see when guys join Primal or guys join me on the Dad Bod Online programs, they they there's a lot of them that will naturally take the program and blame me when the results don't happen. Because when you pay for a program, when you pay maybe slightly more than you're you usually used to for, for a program. And you don't get the results that have been advertised or the results that you've seen that, that other guys have got. It's very easy for you to turn around and go, that's your fault. He's a shit trainer. That was a shit gym. The program was bollocks. The fucking missus doing my head in. And put all this blame on every single thing else apart from you. And that's where a lot of guys currently are. We're currently in that position where we want to blame everyone else because blaming everyone else is easier than looking inside yourself. But like I said, whenever you... Whenever you find the ability to take responsibility for your actions, it negates all that blame and it puts it solely on the place of the problem, you and how you think about yourself, how you're currently thinking about yourself. Let me have a drink of this. If investment, if investment in, a, in a program was the way to get results, then all it would take for everyone is to, to buy a program and you get a six pack. And the thing is, the investment part is the easiest bit of the whole thing. Handing over money is easy. Even if you don't have that much money or you tell yourself you don't have much money, 
you will always, most of us always find the well, when we're allowed to, you were always going to find enough money to go out for, the, for a pint with the guys or buy something you really were emotionally bought into. But spending money on a program, if you look at yourself properly, that was going to require work, you'd always find a reason why not to do that. Oh, it's not the right time, or oh, that gym's too far away, or I don't have that equipment. There was none of those reasons. The real reason was because you didn't believe. Deep down, you did not believe you could do it. And then maybe some of us did eventually take the leap. And I seen a lot of guys and when I was training and I had Primal Open, they would come in and they were like, oh, I'm going to make a change. You know, I'm sick of this. And they'd grab their bellies and do all this shit. Six weeks later, they were gone. Why? Because they weren't willing to go all in. They weren't willing to to take responsibility for their actions. And it was very easy for them to go, your mom, Murray, it's just a slobber or that primal. It was just, it was a shit gym. Or, but the reality was there was guys in their very classes doing the exact same exercises, getting the same results. But again, it was like, oh, but they're training longer than me or they have more experience or their genetic makeup's different. There was always some reason to say why, to justify why they weren't getting the results when the reality was it was them. Because the hard work comes after the investment. The investment is the easiest part. It, 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 you, when, you, when you step into the gym and you've invested and you're ready to go and then the work starts and the sacrifices have been made, it's going to expose all your current feelings and that is going to make you feel vulnerable. And when you feel vulnerable, you're going to go back to your natural default thought patterns or your de default actions, which is going to be blame. And when you play the blame game, you're holding yourself in that position you're in today. And if you want, to, if you want to remain that position the way you are today, well, then just keep doing what you're always doing. But you've got to understand that you're always going to get what you've always got. And for most of these, what you've always got is subpar to what you could have and what you want. And when you realise that, and you understand that the pain you're going to suffer short term of sacrifice, of dedication, of discipline, of consistency. The stories you're telling yourself, the current stories you're telling yourself of how hard it's going to be, it's manifesting and in the reality. It is going to become your real your real life scenario because you're focusing on it. If you're focusing on how hard it's going to be to get up in the mornings, if you're focusing on how hard it's going to be to give up the beers, how hard it's going to be to not say no to the pizzas, how hard it's going to be to say no to chocolates, say no to 11 o'clock or 10 o'clock tea, biscuits and all that shit, well then it's going to be hard. If you focus on the why you're doing it, the reasons behind what you're doing it, it's going to be a lot easier. I'm not saying you're not going to be challenged, but you're going to have a reason to get to not give in to temptation, to not allow the old habits to continue pushing you forward and um, or holding you back, sorry. And you're going to allow yourself to, to find a way to push yourself forward. And it just takes one step. One small step forward is enough to drive the next foot forward and the next foot forward. And before you know it, know it you've covered 100 miles, 200 miles, 300 miles, and you're a completely different place, a completely different person. It, it was just, I was thinking because, because I went vegetarian, well, nearly vegetarian, I'm still eating some meat, more fish and chicken for the last three weeks and how good I'm feeling about it. And I'm not saying turning vegetarian or cutting, not, I'm not even vegetarian, let's say cutting down the amount of meat I've eaten has suddenly made this like woo-woo change in my life. But I have noticed crazy things happening, like synchronicity happening with this simple change. I'm more motivated, I'm more alert. Because I'm more alert and more motivated, 
I'm doing workouts because I'm doing workouts. I'm feeling better about myself because I'm doing workouts. I'm feeling better about myself. I'm going well. I might as well add some mobility in. And mobility was my downfall. And because I'm doing that, I'm feeling better about myself. And the joints aren't so sore. And because I'm seeing the results, I'm feeling better. I'm able to say no to the things that I always went for, like the chocolate and the the, the comfort foods that I always turned to. But I was like autonomously eating. They're now, it's now all gone. I'm actually, I'm surprising myself when Gail asked me, do you want a chocolate? I'm going, no, I'm all right. I would never say no to chocolate. I would never, anyone who knows me would know that I would not say no to chocolate. I, Gareth, when he, when he worked in Prem with me, used to just look at me in shock as I polished off four bags of chocolate buttons in say 10 minutes. That was a daily occurrence for me. I would have eaten easily between one and 2,000 calories of chocolate a day. I was addicted. Chocolate was my heroin. And, it's always been, it's been like that for decades. Literally anyone who knows me knows my problem. I'm the type of guy that when I went to my mom's house, I would have eaten the dessert before I ate the dinner because it was there and I couldn't say no. No one fine ready I was going to have another dessert afterwards anyway because there was going to be spur left. Chocolate, sweet food, sugar, it was my heroin and it, it held me back. And for some reason, I've cut out meat and I'm not saying this is somehow correlated, but it's happened that I've... I've cut out the meat. I've, I'm eating a lot more vegetables and more nutritious live foods, as they call it. And I am feeling so much better. And my mindset, my thought patterns have all changed along with it. That one small change has made a massive difference in my life. And it's now turned out to the point where I'm dropping weight. I'm feeling better about myself. I'm not in as much pain. Of course, my hips still hurt. But I'm nowhere near as much pain as I was. My pain level is probably about a 5 out of 10, where it used to be a 7, 8 out of 10 on a permanent basis. So listen, back to the original question. Would you be happy if your daughter brought home a version of you, who you currently are today, as the guy she's going to marry? Would that make you feel uncomfortable? Would you feel uncomfortable if your son started hanging about and being influenced by the man you currently are today? Would that make you feel happy? Now, I'm not saying it's you. I'm talking about a version of you that you don't know. Imagine you take a guy, you're the person you think right today, how you think that voice in your head, take him out of you and put him beside you and give him a name. That's the guy your daughter's going to date. That's the guy that's going to influence your sons. Would you be happy with if that man was the man influencing or marrying your children? If the answer is no, well then you've got to accept you need to change. And that is the, that is the when you, when you take the onus off you and you actually realise the person you are today, the influence it's going to have on your children, the influence going to have on your your wife, your partner, the influence going to have on your job, your your everything in your life. It it should be motivation enough to change. It should be motiv motivation enough to make you consider the possibility that you're not living life the way you want to, and that through simple changes, you could be a better person. Anyway, that's my rant today. So we'll see you all tomorrow.